Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Mike Grove, welcome to the HR Chat Show. Thank you very much, Bill. It's a pleasure to be here. So let's jump straight into the questions. Firstly, please tell our listeners a bit about yourself, your career history and your current role. Uh, yeah, I, I started off uh, in engineering, basically, in, in uh, aeronautical engineering. Uh, graduated from Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. Went to work for Lockheed, grew up at Lockheed, and uh, headed up a new ventures group at Lockheed. And that got me into my entrepreneurial juices, if you will. And uh, the last 25 years or so, I've been doing startups. I've venture funded two of them. We've had uh, four successful exits, and uh, we're currently working on my favorite pet, my favorite uh, enterprise of all time, uh, which is called CollabWorks, and I'm the CEO of that company. Okay, so tell us all about CollabWorks and Mike, uh, uh, what does it do and how does it help HR pros? Yeah, so CollabWorks started actually about seven years ago as as an intellectual idea. It was really, um, you know, how do we make corporations more flexible, more agile? And, um, and so we did some work with uh, Cal Berkeley, their MBA school, and we went out and interviewed people like Facebook, Intel, Autodesk, and so forth. And um, it was called the, the, the virtual corporation, the idea of making uh, corporations uh, more pliable, if you will. And so from there, we did about 25 workshops over a two-year period. And then we came up with this vision of uh, originally what we called People Cloud, but this idea of having anyone be able to work on anything within a company, whether you're a gig worker or a full-time worker. And from there, we built some software, and we've been working now with customers for the last four years. And we now have a full enterprise uh, product that we've now uh, working with uh, uh, Fortune 500 companies all the way down to startups and actually individuals, including CEOs. Uh, As to how it helps uh, HR, um, basically, we're complementary to a lot of what HR has today. So HR today has a, uh, a variety of tools and, and feedback mechanisms to help the employee um, in their experience. What we do is we help the employee with their experience in the things that we think count a lot or perhaps the most, which is the actual job that they do and the relationship they have with their manager and their team. So we're complementary to HR. And uh, we see ourselves as uh, somebody that can really support HR. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Now, let's uh, let's get into some definitions for a minute. Uh, what do you mean when you say that the framework is a digital management system? Uh, so if you think about software today, we're, we've heard tools like uh, CRM tools, for example. And they're, they're SaaS software tools that are designed to basically help streamline the processes of sales, for example. Um, but who actually is thinking about managing? How many of the practices of managing can be actually repeated? And can you actually capture a lot of those practices? For example, understanding the clarity of the work, the direction, the focus, the priorities, the ability to improve. And so we created basically a management framework that really uh, simplifies managing. So it allows the individual to self-manage most of what they do. So what am I doing? Who do I work? Who, who do I serve in terms of my customers and so on? And the manager's job gets much simpler because now they have the data and the information about what each person believes they're doing. And now the manager can guide and, and actually help nurture and, and, and direct that, uh, that individual, but doesn't have to spend a lot of time 
day-to-day understanding what the person is doing. So it's a simplification. And we see that uh, we call it now digital management systems as a general category. And we believe this category will become very large over time. So you'll see SaaS software basically as a very standard tool across uh, almost all businesses the next 10, 15 years. Okay, awesome. Now, CollabWorks claims its tools can make the work of employees, its value, and the talent required to get it done more visible and measurable, Mike, uh, enabling organizations to shift talent away from what matters least and what matters most. How is this achieved, and how is the framework different from other HR or management tools out there at the moment? That's quite a question. Um, so imagine if you can uh, visualize a, a cup, a coffee cup or any kind of cup. Imagine that. And imagine that you can now ask a person to carve up that cup in terms of the various services that each person provides. So first of all, we work at, look at all work as a service. And, and when you have a service, that means you have to have a customer. So if you're a dentist, for example, you may actually do certain things on tasks on people's teeth, but you actually provide overall services to customers. Well, we look at all work that way. So imagine now that you can take in this cup, this magical cup, and within a half an hour, 45 minutes, you can actually say, I do 10% of my work this way and 15% that way. At the end of these, uh, this effort, you basically have defined 100% of what it is you're doing. So in, in our world, our, our management framework, every individual now has an opportunity, whether you're the CEO or a junior engineer, to basically describe in the very same process what it is they actually do and for whom actually benefits what they do. So that's the first step. Second step is, well, how do you actually determine what is valuable? And so we also give each individual an opportunity to actually um, decide based on an algorithm that we create and actually adjectives that they use to describe capability they now can describe the relative value of all the different services they're doing. And then once you've done that, then you ask the question, well, what is the most valuable work that I'm doing and the least valuable work? So for example, uh, people often are spending too much time in email and too much time communicating in unhealthy or unproductive ways. And so if they can identify that and they can begin to say, well, gee, I need to change that. What specifically do I need to change? So, for example, we had a CEO who was spending, uh, you know, 40% of his time communicating up and down through the organization, attending all kinds of meetings and so forth. And uh, when I asked him, I said, well, uh, it seems like you're, you're doing some micromanaging. People are giving you a lot of communication. Do you really need all that? And once he realized how much time he was spending, and when I asked him, well, what aren't you doing with that time that you could do usefully, uh, he began to identify several really positive things he could do. And so he hired an executive assistant to take off a lot of his communication load. He redirected his senior staff to basically not communicate with him on a lot of issues and to basically take responsibility for themselves. As a result of that, he became a far more productive CEO, and he now credits us basically for helping him improve his profitability this last year for $44 million. So it was a pretty significant, uh, you know, uh, exercise. And, and frankly, the whole thing took about three hours. And uh, he was able to set objectives and make changes in the next three months that had significant uh, differences in his outcome. So I guess one more point okay. on how is it different from, uh, you know, HR management tools. HR tools and management tools basically, uh, well, management tools, for one thing, are designed to really manage tasks and projects. 
No, we don't really do that. We manage basically what people do in terms of services and how to improve those services. From the standpoint of uh, HR tools, they're more support tools. So, you know, we try to assess people and, and get feedback and so forth. So they, they try to provide support to the actual employees, for example, but they don't really engage in how, for example, the talent is being used. So, for example, one of the key components or one of the key outcomes that we've learned over the last couple of years here is that uh, top talent is only doing 30% top talent work. And neither the management with their management tools or HR with their tools actually know that. But wouldn't that be really important to know how your talent is being used? And that's that's the piece that we provide. Okay, lovely. Thank you. Now we're going to change uh, focus for, for the next couple of questions here. Uh, how you and I know each other is through the awesome Disrupt HR San Francisco event. And uh, I believe that you are one of the, the main chaps there. So uh, can you can you tell us a bit about Disrupt HR San Francisco and your involvement with, with the event. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, we love these events. We just had one uh, a week ago, and there was a sellout. Uh, Josh Burson was our keynote, and we had about uh, 200 people and uh, very positive feedback. And um, so kind of stepping back for a minute, uh, Disrupt HR, I think, is a phenomenon. Uh, started about 2014. Um and it's grown now to over 140 cities. There's about 25,000 people worldwide going to disrupt our events, HR events. And it's, it's a little bit like, uh, uh, you know, the uh, uh, TEDx type events where people get up and they give talks and so forth, except in this case, the talk is only five minutes long and you have 20 slides. So every 15 seconds, the slide moves quickly. So it's, it's a very difficult, actually challenging speaker uh, involvement and so it's a real good uh, healthy uh, lesson for speakers and we get excellent speakers and in this last time for example it was all about the new hr and so we had you know people from a new ai ai tools to new ways of having people circulate or do a gig economy inside a particular uh, company um and so on so we, we had a lot of uh, basically state-of-the-art type communications that you wouldn't see in normal events uh, in the HR world. So we're pretty proud of it. We do two events a year here in the Bay Area, and uh, CollabWorks um, is the sponsor of these events, the prime sponsor, and I'm the leader of the events activity. Okay, awesome. And you uh, you mentioned that Josh Burson was uh, one of the awesome names at the most recent event. Uh, do you want to do any shout-outs for any of the other speakers that uh, particularly resonated with you? Uh, yeah, so, so, yeah, Josh did a beautiful job of describing the future from his perspective. Um, and then, uh, uh, like I said, we, we had the, uh, the, the other speakers that, that came in and, and touched on a variety of different uh, subjects. And uh, we're going to continue this process of basically developing uh, themes around um, the new HR. This next theme, by the way, in, in October will be around what we call uh, – human-centric organizations. And what we mean by human-centric organizations are organizations that really optimize around the individual. The structure in the organization stays the same, but the goal of really getting the most out of people is to get them turned on in what they're doing and to keep them turned on by constantly improving their own customer's experience. 
So we're, we're having a lot of fun with this and uh, we expect, uh, um, you know, to keep hopefully earning a good reputation for uh, delivering what we think is one of the most leading edge uh, events uh, in the Bay Area. And shameless plug now for the HR Gazette. Uh, we got an opportunity to interview a few of the speakers ahead of Disrupt HR San Francisco number six. Was it number six, Mike? Is that right? Uh, yeah, number. this is actually no, our fifth one, fifth one. That was number five. Okay, I beg your pardon. So uh, if you'd like to hear more from those awesome speakers, please do check out the HR Chat podcast stream. Um, I think it's around about episodes 87 through to 90 in, the, in that region. Okay, we are coming towards the end of this particular show. Before we wrap things up, uh, I'd just like to invite you, Mike, to share with our listeners how they can learn more about CollabWorks and how they can connect with you. Thank you. Um, so you can learn more about CollabWorks by going to our website. It's basically CollabWorks, that's dot com, And there you'll see um, you know, what we do and, and how we do it. And feel free, there's a, there's a contact information page there. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. I might want to say also that we're, we're proud to have a relationship with HR Gazette, and they have been uh, done a very good job in helping expose uh, our speakers and the content that we have. Uh, to the overall community. So thank you very much, Bill. Oh, gosh, you're making me blush over this side. Uh, <laughs> well, that just leaves me to say for, to, for today, uh, Mike Grove, thank you very much for being a guest on this HR Chat episode. My pleasure. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.